I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Batch bitch. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch bitch. Batch, 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 Finale. It's time for Batch Bitch. Batchy, Batchy Bitch. It's Batch Bitch. Batch. Hello. Hello. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch. It's a podcast where we bitch about The Bachelorette, um, which has, uh, you know, gone on to a stunning conclusion that we will discuss this episode of this podcast. Wow. Have you been listening to some radio or something? You really said that with confidence. Thank you. Well, I'm in LA, as you all know, um, and they do not like self-deprecation here. So maybe it's starting to rub off. Oh, no. Actually, I don't really self-deprecate, I don't think. I say everything with extreme confidence, (laughs) even when I shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but there's something wrong with you. Um, Yeah, no. How dare you? you I was literally sitting sitting with two Australians who like are actors. They work here, and um, and they were talking about how different it is and how you like you can't you know talk shit about yourself that Australians like can't talk genuinely about themselves basically. And then one of them was like, "What do you do?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm an actor. I'm not any good at it." And he was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Sorry." <sighs> Because they don't do that here. They don't say like, oh, you know, I'm a comedian. I get like, they don't do that. They're just like, I'm a comedian. I'm like, you know, I'm, I did this show. It was really good. They just talk with self-esteem. I don't you know have, how I would deal with your that. Your face I've, is, I know you're so shocked. <laughs> like, because I just think it would come across as crazy. Well, you're going to end up over here at one point pitching television shows yeah I have no doubt about that and you're gonna have a really hard time because you have to sell yourself and you have to be really confident and then like I haven't done it but I I've heard yeah you just have to go in there and be like I'm amazing here's why you should make my show and Australians have a really hard time the other day I was at a gig and um the MC was like um so did you win best newcomer and then I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just like ignored him and looked over <laughs> at a different table. And then I realized how weird I was being. And I had to turn back and be like, sorry about that. I just feel uncomfortable um, <laughs> about like uh, admitting that I won it. Um, and I'm sorry that I just <laughs> e- turned away from you and ignored you for some reason. That That's not about me not liking you. <laughs> that's me not knowing how to... Live with the fact that I did something okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's very different. Because <laughs> I don't think, I don't say bad stuff about myself, I don't think, but I definitely don't handle positive feedback well. 
Well, yeah, I was talking to someone and they were here pitching something with a... I met this, like, American comedian and um, it was like, oh, my God, like, this writing on this show that he's done, like, these scripts, they're amazing, they're so funny. And then the guy's sitting there being like, oh, he's like, oh, say it a bit louder. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you no shame? <laughs> um, How do people get negative feedback then if, if they're not used to doing it in their own heads? Oh, no, they're just really sincere. So if you're like, oh, I'm doing okay, in Australia that means I'm really successful. In America that would be like, I'm doing okay, I'm not doing that well. But like I did, so I, I audited an acting class last week. I just went in and you just watch people do an acting class. And um, yeah, my friend was like, you should just do it. And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll apply. And then there were no places and I was like, thank Christ. And it was like, it was, they were putting in work and it was so, I didn't, I wasn't embarrassed of any of them, but I found a lot of the things that they did embarrassing. But I was like, yeah. that's fine. That's their process. But have you ever been in an acting workshop? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I did one in Townsville once because everybody in the comedy, we all did this acting course up there. And, it, yeah, it was very hard to sort of to, like do stuff where you're like, I really don't want to pretend to be a tree or something. And you're like... I feel like an idiot swaying in the breeze. <laughs> this was like a million times that. It was like this really well-known acting coach and everyone there was like really fucking passionate and they're American, so they're sincere. And I feel like because this acting coach swears a lot, they were all trying to swear to like be on the same level as him, even though they might. Or maybe I just can't read it because Americans say every word with like, perp- like you know, they say every letter in the word and it freaked They're like, I just feel like I'm not getting this fucking character <laughs> like what <laughs> they were so passionate and they and then their whole like it, it was just like they just kept letting sounds out which is like to like loosen you up and they just make i'm just gonna do it and so you could know how alien it felt felt to me this is they'd be like let us let us <laughs> it's so hard to even do it in this <laughs> scenario but they um, Australians have a disease. Um, it's called not taking <laughs> anything seriously. It's really bad. Um, but it was just like let a sound out, and so like say one of the women on stage would be like, "Ha!" And that happened like twenty times a day, and it was so much. Oh, oh yeah, because I think I would just be like, "Eh." Yeah, and he'd yell at you until you did it properly. He'd be like, "Engage with the work. Stop think. Stop being passive. Stop being passive aggressive." And he was right, but it was just, it was really. I was like, "This is so tough to." And he, like everyone's crying because like he just like he's like, "How do you relate to the?" I think people go in there wanting to cry, but it was like you know they're just very <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> so are you like completely stop talking. Huh? You completely, you like, we're talking in this spiel about this thing that happened and then you completely stopped. You like looked off to the side of the camera and then went, I think people just want to go in there to cry. <laughs> and then got back to your spiel like it, like you hadn't just cut, had a cut scene in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> it was strange. <laughs> Man, this place is making me crazy. <laughs> I swear he'd be like, now what do you think about this play? And they'd be like, I relate to the loneliness of the character. And then they're crying and you're just sitting there like, oh man, this is acting. This is what act- This is what real actors do. This is what Glenn Close is doing. This is what Kate Blanchett is doing. And you don't, you just see the cool outcome. You don't see all the weird shit. 
anyway. How? Yeah. So were you just in the crowd? Was there an audience for the acting class? Yeah, you can audit. So you pay, but you pay. Um, you don't pay as much as the actors, and you just sit there and take notes and like just watch them get critiqued and stuff. Okay. It's a very tense environment. And I just got back from a Hollywood stars tour. So I saw where some celebrities live. Um, I did that with friend of the pod, Cameron James, by virtue of just being our friend, I suppose. Um, and <laughs> and uh, he was laughing at me the whole time because of how sincerely I was engaging with it because I love celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been there for a little while now. Yeah, so exactly. Just but he's it. like pointing out. He's like, if you and I couldn't see from my seat. He's like, he's like, that's Jennifer Lopez's house. So of course I jump up to take a photo. Why would I not? And then of course, just to the left of that, Gwen Stefani's house. Oh my god! You know, yeah, I mean that's so funny. What are you ever going to do with a photo of their houses? Well, I literally not. You're, the memories. you're not even going to remember it. <laughs> you're not going to remember videos. whose house is whose. I took videos and I said each person's name in the video because I was like, I'm not going to okay. remember any of this. But Okay, what's that fact- sausage with eyes you continue to bring into oh, frame so- of the camera? What is that? Um, it's a puppet. Okay. I, Mark and I went to a puppet show and we got pulled up on stage and they gave us a puppet. Okay. It is what yeah. I think. It is a sausage with a face. Well, yeah, I'll put a picture up of it, of the sausage it's and good. the face. Um, sorry, I didn't realize that I was just, I am, have a manic energy. At you were just waving it around as I was seeing this insane face come into camera constantly <laughs> beside you. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I thought, I thought one interesting thing is that Sylvester Stallone lives next to Logan Paul. Oh, I love Sylvester Stallone so much, but I'm upset he lives next to Logan Paul. Oh, well, who cares? You know what? He definitely didn't teach him how to do any boxing or anything because Logan Paul lost his recent boxing match. So, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I heard he was doing a boxing match and I thought there's no way he wins. That it was all. a rematch because the first time they had oh. a fake draw. Oh. I don't know why I know wow. that, but I don't know yeah, that. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> Um, anyway, and I'm also feeling good because on the way back from the Hollywood um, tour, I was walking home um, and I got hit on um, and I've been feeling really ugly lately about my bad skin, but I got hit on by a, um, I told him I had a boyfriend and he's like, well, you tell your boyfriend you got hit on by a Jamaican basketballer. Tallest man I've ever seen was like oh. jogging behind me. And then I like got a fright because I always think that someone's like running up to attack me because I just heard like footsteps coming up behind me. So I like jumped around. <laughs> to me, that would be so terrifying. You with next to the tallest man in the whole world. Oh, he wasn't that like, tall. I mean, he was much taller than me, but um, he said I'm very Okay, well, pretty, if he says so he's a I basketballer. Like huh? He said he was a basketballer. Yeah, but I don't know if he's a professional basketballer. You can't say you're a basketballer. I guess this is America, I guess. And you said that. But he's in LA. I don't know. He's just jogging down the street. What's this man doing? Anyway. Yeah, but if he wasn't remarkably tall. Yeah, but the point is, he said, I'm very pretty. And I feel like that should be acknowledged. That is true. My skin has been awful. So. You are beautiful. um, It looks. I can't see. Your skin looks beautiful on camera. Like, uh, my chin's bad. Anyway, <laughs> this is fun. Um, so that's the story of my life lately. How have you been? Yeah, good. Um, 
I, what did I do? I just went to Orange. I was in Orange for the last day and a bit. What's um, that? Pardon? What is Orange? Orange is like this beautiful country town in New South Wales where I don't know if it's just filled with rich people or something, but every house is covered in vines and looks like something you'd find in South Yarra. Like, but not in South Yarra, South Yarra. Like, you know the bit that's like not South Yarra, but it's sort of near South Yarra. (laughs) But it's like all the big houses around there. Like away from public transport. Yeah, I guess around that. Yeah, sort of there. Everything yeah. was covered in vines and because I did a gig at a winery out there and um, yeah, er- everything was beautiful and then we we had nice wines and we went out for dinner and all the, it was lovely food as well. I couldn't believe that Orange, nobody thinks of, nobody knows about, I mean people know about Orange, right? Have I just fallen in love with a country town? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about at all. Well, it was beautiful. Everything about it was beautiful. Now my wine rack is full of wines as well. I got no more space in the wine rack because <laughs> um, I keep on getting give, sent wines and stuff, which is nice. Um, it's so nice. Oh, it's in New it's South so Wales. Nice. What? Look at that. It's in New South Wales. Yeah, it's it's lovely. The plane flight swore a nightmare, but that it is. Yeah, you know, I had to, we had to get. Are you okay? Oh, no, it was just like a double two planes to get there. And the second plane was a tiny plane. And I something about those. Planes. I find that they get stinky inside. Well, yeah, it's small. Apparently, have you, did you know this? When like the worst job at an airport is um, when the plane lands, the people who come from the outside to open the doors because of the stink that just comes out of the plane. Apparently, it's oh. like one of the worst smells in the world. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I felt like I stank after getting off that plane and it was only a 50 minute flight. I like <laughs> smelt my skin and I was like, yuck. And then we got back, we like went pretty much straight to the winery from the airport and then they, they had like these big tents, which were like glamping tents, but they had built in kitchens and stuff and bathrooms inside the tent. Um, and I had to go for a shower in the tent straight away because I could not deal with the feeling of having that dirty air on my skin. Mm. Well, you're a prissy little bitch. We know that. I just like to be clean. (laughs) Um, not me. I'm rolling around my own sweat right now. It is hot. Anyway, we've been talking for 13, 14 minutes. Yeah, we should we should really get into the podcast because some people don't listen for the chats. I think they just listen. No, they don't because <laughs> if they listened for just the actual information, they'd listen to one of those shows that actually like starts off just like, all right, so this week we've got Angie and <laughs> like that's the straight away first line. Yeah, they'd be listening to some podcast done by like a radio station. Yeah. Not us, baby. You wear nope. a couple of loose cannons. We're, we're, we've got all the unpopular opinions. <laughs> oh, Apparently. yeah, that's right. According to Twitter, we've got all the, the worst takes, but also all the correct takes. So Yeah. I mean, except for when you consistently thought Matt Agnew was the best, hottest man in the world. <laughs> Speaking of which, some news on yes. that front. They have broken Matt, up. Matt and yes, Chelsea, RIP, they are done. 
They're done. Now, very interestingly, there's uh, the Honey Badger said in an interview once, he said, I don't know why everyone's surprised I didn't pick anyone. Like, you know, it's not, you're not always going to fall in love. I felt bad. I didn't want to drag a girl through that, you know, do the three months of the relationship that are in the contract after the show airs. Um, seemingly revealing that it is in the contract that you have to stay together for a certain amount of time. Sophie Monk stayed with Stu about three months to the day when they broke up. Um, But Matt and Chelsea is two months, only two months. Maybe they changed the contract. (laughs) Wow. Or maybe they filmed it earlier. I think it's from airing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the contract was a bit less. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it doesn't surprise me because, like I said, Matt is boring as shit. Um, I mean, that sounds bad because I'm saying it about a real person. I mean, to mm. be fair, anybody who's listening who thinks that I'm talking about these people, it's like, yeah, but I don't know these people. But from what I see, <laughs> I think he's boring as shit. Um, <laughs> I think he's fine. I think you'd have an all- I'd have an all right time with him. You reckon? Someone tweeted at me to make my move. There's only there's nothing more in the way to get between you, Matt and I. <laughs> you know what I hated is I read some comments yesterday on people's Instagrams and um on Chelsea's Instagram people were saying like like it's good he's like finished up with you because you could tell that he was like being unfaithful by making out with Abby on a beach dry humping you and he's supposed to be like falling in love with you or whatever and you're like dude that was in the show that's so long ago but then on Abby's Instagram everybody's like girl you go make your move now he's all yours you got what you wanted and stuff and Abby's like I don't want him and they just people are still being mean to her I do not understand yes really yeah people online I saw somebody like they were doing some like slut shaming yesterday about it as well like being like every post you put up is like a thirst trap type photo and I was like oh Ab- what you think that Abby is using her Instagram to try and thirst trap Matt Agnew absolutely not <laughs> you psycho get a life yeah she's not happy um yeah, she's 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 going some people in the comments, isn't she? Good on her. Yeah. Yeah, good. Fuck all these pieces of shit. Um anyway, yeah, what a nightmare. I mean, I can't imagine it was easy for Chelsea and Matt to see the show air. Especially no. Chelsea. Yeah, if Chelsea's had issues in the past with, you know, not trusting people and doing that, then it would be horrible to see, you know, you having like a uh, a different type of relationship mm-hmm. and like seeing all your fears and stuff happen and, how much fun and you're they not had. allowed to be angry yeah you see all the fun and the sexual chemistry whereas i feel like you know Matt and Chelsea had that as well but like in a different way and you just see all the ways that you were different and apparently i heard someone said once or something that like that's the hardest part of the bachelor is like the show airing after you've already like picked yeah after you're already together absolutely because imagine like you're doing the show the camera crews are around you and stuff but everybody's probably being real positive like all the people behind the scenes maybe Mm. the other people in the house there might be some feuding and stuff going on but I feel like the experience would probably be quite like apart from the fact that you're in like 10 bunk rooms and they're trying to make you go crazy um (laughs) 
like it's way better than having the Australian public go like fucking crazy and hate on you on the internet. Like if you've been oh, edited yeah. to be a bad guy, then you're like, oh, I didn't know this in the house. I had no idea I was going to be edited mm. to be the bad guy. I feel like some of some of them would know or some of them try to be villains and it doesn't even work. Yeah. That's the worst part. That would be the worst thing <laughs> to happen to <laughs> To go hard to get camera time the worst way possible and they're like, meh, <laughs> edit them out. All right, so we're 20 minutes in. We should probably start talking about the actual Bachelorette now. Oh, I guess. All right. But we're honestly. To top three. What? Yeah, this first episode I have barely any notes for because it was boring. It was so boring. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, let's just speed through it. They um, okay, and then it can just all be opinions. Um, there's so there's three. So the 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 second last episode is the final her first like final dates with all three of them before yeah she <laughs> brings them down to two. Um, it's really it, it's not important. Um. But they, but they, they do. It's a mural date. Classic. There's always a mural date where they have to paint. They have to do finger painting, and then they get into a paint fight every single time. This happens. Um, quote from Tim. This is I'm the first falling for messy her. date. Lo- huh? I was just saying this is the first messy date of the season for the Bachelorette. Is it? Yeah, we haven't had any other messy dates. Oh, there wasn't a baking date. They didn't do a baking date. No, they did a baking what the date. Hell? I think because everybody got so annoyed in Matt Agnew's season where everybody was just putting <laughs> things that could scratch your cornea in. He was just chucking <laughs> stuff in women's eyes that they were like, no. No, I honestly think Angie had I a big part I don't think there was a big backlash in that, Danielle. I think that was just you. <laughs> I was angry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Angie had a big part in planning all these dates. So I think that. Um, yeah, she's like, fuck off. I'm not going to cover myself in flour. Yeah. Nobody ever has a food fight. No. Most of the don't. food fights that have ever happened have been on The Bachelor. Yeah. I had like a mild food fight once and it was because for my birthday, mum's like, what do you want? And I was like, cheesecake. But I said, but not lemon. I don't like citrus desserts. And then she got me a lemon cheesecake because she misremembered. That's so funny. <laughs> None of us liked it. And we started having a little bit of a f- like sort of just on the plates, not on our bodies. But um, yeah, and it was just really brutal because I specifically said not lemon. She's like, and then I was like, she said, it's lemon. And I like laughed and she's like, what? And I was like, oh, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, you said you wanted lemon, right? And I was like. That's so funny. <laughs> felt so bad. And then we, yeah, we all hated it and started just like chucking it onto each other's plates. Um, it was crazy. Make that into a date, right? (laughs) (laughs) My mum did a similar, on my birthday once, she asked me what food I wanted for my birthday dinner. And I said chicken enchiladas because I love my mum's chicken enchiladas. And my mum just thought that I actually didn't want chicken enchiladas. Um, She thought that what I wanted was just chicken wraps, just like toasted. Just like a toasted chicken wrap. And so she made toasted chicken wraps for dinner. And I was like, what? And then she was like, you wanted chicken? I was like, I just had chicken enchiladas. And she was like, yeah, but I thought this is what you meant. And I was like, I used the right words. <laughs> I actually said exactly what I wanted. And you just thought I didn't mean that. Bless mums. They, you know, they do their best. And so often they fall short. They um, do fall short. Anyway, they paint some sunflowers because that's their little symbol. And Tim says, I'm definitely falling for her. It's loose. It's hectic. 
Um, yep. And Angie says there's two weirdos falling for each other. Well, um, and then they have a little couch time and then Tim says that he's inspired because he looks at her and he thinks that's like if I like made a daughter with her and the daughter was just like her, that I would love that and you'd be such a beautiful mother, which is such a sweet thing to say. It's very sweet, yeah. <laughs> he's such a sweet boy. Are you back on Tim or are you off Tim? What do you want? No, I, I got back on Tim over these these two episodes. But like, because I still agree with, I a one hundred percent do think that he was absolutely being a cheeky boy behind the scenes, trying to like cause a ruckus. But I also think his heart's in the right place, so I'm all right with Tim now. Mm. And Um, I get more on board with Tim the more sincere he gets over these two two last episodes. Me too. It's like one of the second only to Kieran in terms of sincerity. Um, yeah. She says she says to him, you're my biggest gamble, but I'm the most drawn to you. And then Tim's like, well, you know, obviously in life there's like no guarantee. I can't guarantee that we'll be together. Like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But like, you know, I want to be with you. Like, I want to have a life with you and I'm falling for you. And please take the gamble. Well, we'll see how that'll fucking turn out. Anyway, um, yeah. and then the next date is with Ryan. What an, um, what an absolute shit thing to, like, from... Angie, though, what an absolute shit thing to say is to say you are the person I'm the most drawn to. You yeah. are the person who, out of these people, I would like to be with the most, but you're the biggest gambler. Because it fucking sucks for Carlin to hear now that the season's over. Yeah. Um, and it no, sucks spoiler. for Tim because he'd be just <laughs> confused, you know? Mm-hmm. You'd be confused because also the thing I don't understand is why – sorry, now I'm just going off on a rant, but why are we choosing the safe option now? Like Angie said, she's a strong, independent woman. She doesn't need a person well, to provide Danielle, for her. Why don't, why don't we wait till we get to it? Huh? Okay, sorry. Okay. Can we just get sorry. Ryan out of the way so we never have to talk about Ryan again? Ryan, the embodiment of beige wallpaper. I will not let up. I don't even feel bad about it. Um, they go on a boat – and they're watching whales. And there's some. And then um, there's Ryan does a joke here. You want to hear Ryan being funny? He goes, "There's like no whales." And he goes, "Maybe you got to call him up." <laughs> Ooh. And that's the only time I've seen Ryan even try to make a joke. Trash. Oh boy. Boring. So boring. You'd think um, if he's an island caretaker, he'd have more like water-based jokes <laughs> or more more sea-based jokes from him staring out at the sea all day. <laughs> well, I guess joking just isn't important to this guy. And that's fine, Ugh. I guess. Like, I guess is humour like a – obviously it's very important to us. Yeah, because what would you do all day? To everyone? Would what, you just dog? talk to people sincerely, genuinely? Uh, yeah, that, nothing sounds worse than that, does it? Um, <laughs> uh, Angie says, if Tim is a gamble, then Ryan is a sure thing. Um, I've written here, should we try to get this into this amazing Italian restaurant or should we eat this here dish sponge? Because that is <laughs> that is the comparison for me. Um, and then she's like, do you have any doubts or fears? He says, no. Okay. S- sorry, I, I completely zoned out from pretty much the rest of the show because this was the most boring episode of my entire life. 
Yeah, Ryan says, I'm falling in love with you. Boring. Um, Angie says, to me, it feels like having you here and not picking you would be like slapping the universe in the face. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Sandy Do you know Ryan. what I feel like? I feel what? like, I feel like Ryan is so boring that, you know how he was like, uh, what do you call, what's the name of the lady who was in the last season of The Bachelorette? Allie. Yeah. I reckon he genuinely, like, he's so boring that he genuinely doesn't care if it's Ali or Angie because he doesn't have much conversation to have anyway. Like, Angie would care. Maybe he's but just, like, really weird on camera. I just can't think of anyone being, like, this, this, like, flat, you know? Like, he might just be weird on camera because I just, I want to see him, like, laugh. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I am not going to, like, go searching for that. I don't no, care. but, but like, Angie was making jokes at him and he wasn't laughing. And, like, like about, like, you know, them have the types of kids that they would have or whatever. And, sure, they weren't the funniest jokes, but they were still jokes. And if you were into a person, you would want to get their sense of humour. Like, mm. if he was with Angie and he wasn't laughing at any of her jokes, he's going to crush her sense of humour into nothing. She's not going to feel confident doing any jokes ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't think about him anymore. Um, okay, he's done. Whatever. We'll never mention his name again. He's gone. Um, Carlin, um, there's, they basically only have a couch time. They don't even have a day date, or they do, but they just don't show it because it's boring, because Carlin's boring. Um, yeah. And they're, oh, God, I've really had a hard time concentrating on this because it was so boring. Um it's so boring. Yeah, I uh, genuinely, I have, I have, the last note I, note I have from Ryan's date is Ryan blows smoke up her ass because he was trying to say nice things. And then I have Carlin date and then I have completely zoned out and then I have rose ceremony. Okay, I think he was saying, <laughs> yes, I'm doing, I am an actor. It's not like a huge thing for me, but I was just worried because I thought if I said actor, then you would think I was here for that. So I just thought not better not mention it. Um, and then he's like, it's not like I've had a big break or anything. And then Angie goes, well, yeah, I said if he's, you know, if he's really an, a good actor, like he's not going to be here, is he? He's going to be in America. <laughs> Which is so That's rude. so funny. But also, um, little tip of the hat to you. <laughs> yeah, look at me. <laughs> here on a holiday visa doing nothing. <laughs> I've made it, baby. Um, and then he says, "Hey, you're watching you some in. acting classes." I uh, yeah, I audited an acting class. <laughs> I saw the I saw where um uh you know Steven Seagal used to live, but apparently he's not allowed in the country anymore because of oh. rape charges. Um, or oh. he'll get arrested. Just a fun tidbit from the tour. Did that, um, that's oh, my nice other favorite part that. of. My other favourite part of the tour was Hugh Hefner's house and then he like he's like showing the like mansion and he's and then he like points at one thing, he's like, That's the bunny house, that's where he stored the women. Oh stored <laughs> the women. Well, yeah, I guess. You gotta store them somewhere. I mean it looked nice. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, I believe Carlin said he's falling in love with Angie. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. There's a rose ceremony. Angie looks reminiscent of Barbie or Elle Woods. Um, yes. Pink dress. And, this is a uh, fun dress. Huh? This is a good it, dress. It's a fun dress. I like it. Um, yeah. And 
and uh, Angie has a really hard time. She keeps crying, um, and um, yeah, she does call Carla now, and then it's between Tim and Ryan, and she just can't do it. She takes ages. She walks away for a while, cries, and I'm like, this is this is. This is way more painful for them than it is you. Like, just go and break up with one of them. Anyway, it's Ryan. Thank God. Um, and then she goes back inside and says, "Why did I do that? That was the worst. That was the wrong decision." No, if it was this, not the wrong decision. If this show had of, if she had have gotten rid of Tim, then how many people do you reckon would have just stopped watching the show because they knew it was going to be so boring? Oh my God! I can't even guarantee that I would have watched it. <laughs> It would have been so boring. I would have sat down with it on, but I don't know I would have taken anything in. Yeah, you would have been like, date with Carlin, date with Ryan. That would be it. Rose ceremony (laughs) or engagement, whatever it is. I would have written like an essay length of just me complaining about how boring they are because that's all I do. Um and uh, and then, yeah, Ryan is pretty good about it because Angie's so distraught that, like, he's not going <laughs> to – he's just like, it's fine. <laughs> Which is Honestly, maybe this is a great one. tactic. Yeah, this yeah. is a good tactic. Crying with cameras on them, they can't – I mean, unless yeah. it's the other way around because watching Abby tear apart Matt was amazing. Yeah. But he deserved that, to be honest. He did deserve that. He deserved um, that 100%. So then we get into the that was that was halfway. Oh, actually, oh, I'm gonna be really professional. Um, we um we uh, are taking a break. We'll be right back after this. Good, because I needed you to take the break quickly because I have drunk a cup of coffee, a cup of black coffee, and it is it is stirring a big stop, a big just go. hunk. Just go. Yeah, okay. I'm not editing that um, out, by the way. Okay, well, whatever. I'm going to take my headphones out so you don't hear it. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, my God. You're Hello. Um, By the way, when we first started the podcast and when we said hello, I started saying hello um, before I picked up the microphone. But I got the microphone to my mouth before I finished the hello. I'd just forgotten that I needed the microphone to speak into. To the, on this podcast... Yes, at the start. For, for F's sake. But so it'll just sound like this. It'll just sound like, oh, wait, because you can't hear it. It was like this. It was like, hello. So. Oh, my God. Lucky I, I do carry it sometimes, so it's fine. Sometimes. You know that I, because I know that I've been much better lately at not zoning out. <laughs> That's good. Don't you agree? I'm proud of you. Yeah. I mean, I made a pretty good observation before about um, Carlin being a dish sponge or Ryan being a dish sponge. Well, see, you missed it. You weren't paying attention, Daniel. No, it's that I don't think that word can come through the headphones. It, like, goes, like, dish sponge. (laughs) I don't hear the word. I heard what you said and then I like I knew you said something and but I couldn't tell what it was cuz now that you said that I remember hearing that but I couldn't put together the word so I just let it go. <laughs> and when you said it again I was like, "Oh, I hear the word now, but it is very like dishwange." <laughs> it's not what it... it sounds like that through my headphones. That one word. Um, Say um, it again. We are we are back. Um, okay. From the break. <laughs> 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 Do 
British sponge. It does. I cannot. That word through my headphones does not come through right. Wow. See, my favorite thing about that is whenever you don't hear something, you don't go, what was that? You just move on. <laughs> well, because I assume everybody at home heard it and it's just my ears. <laughs> because Jono always says I'm deaf. Um, <laughs> I want to go to the GP and get them to do that thing where they clean your ears out. But I don't know how you organize that. Apparently, you can get it done once a year. I've never had it done. I mean, you probably just um, call up the G- GP and ask. Yeah, that's true. I thought you might know. <laughs> that's how I would do it. Because you love going to the doctor. I, s- I swear. I love going to the doctor. Yeah, you go to the doctor heaps, right? Well, I go when I need to go, yeah. I don't I don't fuck around. Yeah, I you should know, do I that. I should go when I need to go. You should. Highly recommend it. Anyone and everyone, go to the doctor if you need to go. That is, of course, um, unless you were living in the USA because it costs like hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to go to a GP. It's crazy. It's crazy here. Don't worry. I have health insurance. Um, <laughs> we're at the finale, baby. Ooh, yep. What's going to happen? Um, it's set in Byron Bay, which is where Angie's from, which is fucking bullshit because Matt got to go to freaking South Africa. Yeah. But um, Osha Online said that um, some this isn't the worst one because somebody went to Penrith or something. Penrith. Yeah, but still. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Dumb. I mean. How dare they? I mean, to be fair, do you even want to go to uh, – do you want to have to do a long-haul flight to somewhere if potentially you're not even going to get a holiday? A camera crew is just going to follow you around and you're just going to go to, like, a nice hotel, which is what you're just going to do in Byron anyway. Um, You get to go on a date there, so you get to, like, explore on that least that one day. But it would be a bad place to be broken up with in another country. Yeah. Because then you got to be on a plane flight. And plane flights make you more emotional. Did you know that? No. Is this a apparently, being, apparently being up in the plane makes you way more emotional. People are more likely to cry at movies. Oh, I have um, cried at a few movies on a plane. Yeah. Most recently on the way over here, uh, the final quarter. The, Is that a sporting uh, movie? It's yes. It's Mark looked over and just saw AFL on my screen, and he was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And yeah, then he, saw Adam, he saw Adam Good's face, and he was like, "Ah!" He was like relieved. Okay. He was like, "I don't even know this woman." Okay, um, that was, made uh, that makes way more sense. The documentary about the um, horrible treatment by the public and media of Adam Goods. Highly recommend. It's very. It's literally just like. It's just like facts. It just like says this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And it is really upsetting. Oh. Um, anyway, and that is why my cousin blocked me on Facebook. What? That's so funny. <laughs> because what? we got into a fight about Adam Goods. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway, get over it, Jason. Um, all <laughs> right. So uh, we're in Byron Bay and they're just talking about how beautiful Byron Bay is. Stop trying mm-hmm. to convince us that it's as good as South Africa. I don't care. Um, and she says that Carlin is a cavoodle and Tim is a three-legged dog. Yeah. Which, Whatever, um, Angie. She's, she says that Carlin is a cavoodle because he'd behave himself and stuff like that, which I just want to say 
you definitely then have the three-legged version of a cavoodle because I saw Tarzo vomit on the carpet that day. I saw him vomit. The dog that, that Angie is, is describing is not Tarzo. <laughs> no, he's not well behaved at all. He loves to tear a bit apart. He loves to just bark whenever he feels like it. Um, then he loves to piss on stuff. So, no, that's... Well, then I've got the best of both worlds. Clearly nothing like Carlin. And Tim is a yeah. three-legged dog. Um, so it's like, I, be, I guess it's kind of true that like, you know, a three-legged dog is really special and anyone could love a cavoodle. So maybe you don't yourself have to bother, you know, and you should just get the three-legged dog. <laughs> I was thinking about a three-legged dog today, this morning, actually, because I remembered when I used to catch the bus to school in the mornings, um... There used to be a lady who would walk along the sort of like, because I was out in the country, there was like a lot of like empty highway off the side. There was She would like walk along there with a big hat on and um, pick up rubbish and put it in a bag. Um, and she had a three-legged like sort of, um, I don't know what it is, like a border collie, a three-legged border collie. And it used to hobble and it, it, shake, it shook a lot because of its long fur. It would, it was like the shaking... Mm went for longer because the hair was moving heaps and I I was thinking about it this morning I wonder if she got into picking up the rubbish off the side of the road because it 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 slowed her down and the dog could keep up so she was like oh this is a nice thing I can do to pass the extra time so that my three-legged dog can keep up or whether she got the three-legged dog she rescued the three-legged dog because she was like, oh, well, I don't even walk fast anyway. So it doesn't bother me that this dog's got three legs. Um, I, I spend heaps of time picking up the rubbish off the road anyway. So that's what I spent this morning thinking about before you called. <laughs> well, thank God I delayed the podcast by an hour and a half or you would have missed out on that beautiful experience. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. If anybody else, anybody else has any other theories on how, what came first, the (laughs) three-legged dog or the picking up the rubbish, uh, message the pod and let me know. If anybody else caught the bus from Blue Water to Deerigan in Townsville and you also saw the lady, let's discuss. (laughs) Ask her. Stop and ask her. It's like the chicken or the egg, the three-legged dog or the rubbish picking habit. Exactly. Um, anyway, so this day, uh, so we yeah. got. What do you want? What do you Carl want? The perfect the dog that won't piss anywhere, or the eccentric dog that will shit all over the floor, but you love it. Yeah, I mean, you'll love both dogs. To be fair, you'll love any dog you get. Pretty much, a dog's a dog. That's true. It's so true. To be fair, it's not the three. The three-legged dog doesn't understand that it's not like other dogs. The three-legged no. dog, it's. There's no the, – you could also have a three-legged cavoodle. I understand she said Tim is a mixed-breed three-legged dog. But I don't understand how the three-legged dog – how that has anything to do with its personality. It wouldn't change its personality as a dog. It doesn't understand that it's different from other dogs. Yeah, you're right. All right, so I've had too much thinking asshole. about three-legged dogs this morning. <laughs> we <laughs> got to move on because I can't live like this. Um, so, she, so she goes with her family um, – uh, and then, okay, warning, I was a bit inebriated when I watched this, so I can't tell you I paid full attention or um, could tell, was paying, you know, 
my cognitive function was compromised. Um, okay, we get it. You were drunk. <laughs> uh, actually, I had a weed gummy. <laughs> okay. And as soon as I – well, because I wanted to watch it live and it was at like 12.30 a.m. and it was like 9 p.m. And I was like, what am I going to do until then? And then Yeah, you watched it before me. <laughs> yeah. I was tweeting and because I was so – my brain wasn't working properly, I'd do a tweet and then I'd sit there for 10 minutes staring at it making sure it was actually a good tweet and I wasn't just, you know – Fuck so I'd sit there just staring at it, and the most successful one I did was just a, just a wall of angry emojis, and that was that did all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, she tells her family that it's Tim and Carlin. Dad is not happy about Tim. Um, he says to tell him not to wear his sister's pants this time. Yeah, whatever, Dad, get over it. Sorry that he makes he has so many m- man bun references as well. I know, it's so hack. He's a classic so boomer. Ha- it's like, this isn't funny. Just stop. I um, don't understand I'll- why every old man is hating on guys with long hair so much when back in their day, long hair was also in. you. Jimmy Barnes had long hair and he is like their Jesus. <laughs> he is their Jesus. <laughs> Working class man era Jimmy Barnes had long hair. Um, okay. I guess they think it's men being um, effeminate, whereas Jimmy Barnes, it was like he was such a working class man, they didn't even have time to get a haircut. And these men are taking pride in their appearance and actually taking care of themselves, which, uh, as we all know, is a crime for men. Can't do it. Well, I am upset with Angie's dad over these comments. Me too. Um, there's a shot of Tim dancing. Now, in my head, it went for 30 seconds. But again, that might have been the weed gummy. <laughs> but it, it was, was for a really quite a long, long time. time. It was yeah, a it really was for a long, long time. time. I also amazing, thought it was funny that um, Tim clearly knew that the cameras were there and was sort of dancing for the cameras because he, he thought it would look <laughs> funny on TV. Because you'd see him and sort of like do a dance like he thought nobody was there, but then he'd glance directly at the camera for a second and then look away. It was amazing. Um, Anyway, Tim's just stressed out the whole time, trying to behave politely. And then um, my stream cut out for a while, so you take over. (laughs) What? I I missed a bit in the middle of Tim's thing. Oh, yeah. um, So Tim was sort of... He dad over when I couldn't watch it. Yeah, he was um he was really struggling to be normal. Um mm. and so he was trying to like he was at the table with Angie's family and he was sort of like trying to maintain eye contact with people and not say strange things, but it almost made it look more uncomfortable. Like what I was saying before when um somebody mentioned that I won an award and then I just started ignoring <laughs> the person (laughs) it was very much like that like he would just like try and be normal by not saying anything and staring people in the eyes it seemed um uh yeah I mean I didn't write many more notes than that it it didn't uh, it oh Angie's mum was it Angie's mum who went off with Tim or the brothers I think the brothers went off with Tim actually They, they they both did they both so did. maybe I didn't miss that much. I don't know. I had a poor um, understanding of time at this point. But 
Um, the brother says at the end, and she's like, not the one who was um, a sneaky and on the first episode, the other brother. He just looks like the most normal-looking dude, bit of a nerd. And he just goes, at first I thought he's a bit weird and a bit goofy, but being weird is being human. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Um, anyway, but he gets, they, they, they end up liking Tim. They're like, yeah, that's fine. And then we have Carl, and he walks in. I've written down a quote here. Hello, <laughs> Clint Clan. Kent, Kent, sorry, Kent Clan. I fucked it. Hello, haha, <laughs> Kent Clan. Haha. <laughs> That's the quote. That's him having fun, I guess. Oh. Um, uh, um, and then he says, Brad, so the brother who was in the first episode, says he'll have to bring up how Carlin's not funny, basically. He's like, I don't see, like, them, you know, that there. I don't see how that's going to um, work. Yeah, so I'll need to bring up <laughs> to Carlin that he's not funny or something. And then Carlin <laughs> says something about the journey and then the family goes, ah, that word. I think when Angie's on Gogglebox, they make a joke about how many times the word journey is in the show. I think yeah. that's what that is. Um, and then Carlin goes, oh, haha, that's so funny. I haven't even used that word until now, haha. And then um, that's again, that's him being cool and funny. And then Angie's mum accidentally calls... Carl and Tim um and Carlin says well I guess we know who the guys at the end's gonna be now and then we have a cutaway with the brother going okay it's good to know that he is funny yeah <laughs> yeah that was funny I mean I didn't laugh <laughs> and um I don't know if anybody else did but it's good to see somebody well, the having situation a situation was sometimes. funny the mum saying is saying Tim instead of Carl and that was funny he commented on it, which wasn't funny to me. And now the brother's like, okay, good, it's settled, it's funny. Like, I think they just knew people were going to be stressed that he's boring. And now they're trying to make him look good. And it's not going to work. Anyway. Um, no, no, this is horrible. So they, so they, so Carlin tells the mum he's fallen in love. And then Angie talks to her family. And they say they love Tim's passion, but they think Carlin is better on paper. That's the best way to decide who you go, who you get into a relationship with on paper. Perfect. But I like I understand. No, even on paper, it's never going to work out if Carlin's so boring and unfunny. Exactly. Like, well, it's you just, know how he's, like he seems uh, funnier compared to Ryan. So Ryan was just there to make Carlin seem normal. I think. Yeah, I also I'm kind of annoyed at um everybody for acting like Carlin's the hottest man in the whole entire world and Tim is like the hamburglar. Like mm-hmm. Tim's Tim's not unattractive. Like let's not No. Let's He's not act tall. like He's Tim's got abs. <laughs> It, Tim's not ugly. I don't understand no. why everybody's acting like it's between this model hunk and this disgusting lump of shit <laughs> who's funny. <laughs> it's between one hot man without a sense of humour um, who can probably hold down a job and one hot man with a sense of humour who maybe is not as good in social situations. Yeah. Serious Probably social has situations, like a, like a bit of ADD or something. Yeah. But apparently, he's just a big gamble because, like, he gets distracted sometimes. That's literally it. That's all it is. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's just I think Angie's just stressed out that about the friend calling him a party boy still. Mm. But he had such a good answer for that. He's like, "Yeah, I part. I'm single. I part. It's just different when you're in a relationship. It's just normal. It's such a normal thing to say." Yeah. Anyway, that is All normal. Right, so they have their final dates, um, and it's they go to they're in a kayak. Um, and then they're in a little spring, in a little hot spring. Okay, this is um, this is strange. Carlin is now trying to be the guy with a sense of humor, um, mm-hmm. and he he like calls her where's Wally, and then like does a bunch of silly voices, and I none of no the voices of are funny. He was doing <laughs> I have like no memory of this. He like kept on doing a f- like a few weird voices, but nothing he was saying was funny. So it was just strange. I'm so glad I missed this because I would be so upset. Um, I was I've- so confused by it. <laughs> I wrote here, Carlin telling Angie all this shit, and I don't believe him. I ordered an acting class, and his intentions are not there. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm tr- I have some knowledge on the subject now, okay? I bet he hasn't been to such a prestigious class. That's um, good. I mean, <laughs> Car- Carlin's like two emotions are a man who looks like he's about to cry and crying man. Oh, yeah. He just loves it. I think he loves being in that moment. It's so frustrating when everyone's like, oh, Abby's an actor based on like nothing. Um. Oh, like good Oscar Abby when you could just tell she was clearly fucking upset. And then this guy, this guy, his literal brother was like, yeah, he did this for acting. <laughs> you know what I and think it, it is? It's so I think boring it's that, to watch because it's not real. I think it's that, um, like, so, you know, with the show, how they like get them to say a thing and then they get, they say like, oh, can you say that back to me? But in this way. And so yeah. I think it's like, if, if. I think a lot of people would sound like they're acting if they get told to say the sentence they just said genuinely back to them in a different memorised way. And Yeah, but I'm talking about the one where he's standing there and he's like, you can't fake this shit, man. This is real no, shit. No, I was talking about Abby. Oh, right, right. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, of course. Of course it, it's going to sound more actory, especially if you're not an actor. Mm. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, he no, is, I, I can't feel like even watch when Carlin. He's, even when he's genuinely upset, and I believe he's been genuinely upset in these situations, he's trying to do it in a poetic way. Like, he's yeah. not just being on. Do you know what I mean? He's trying to make it out to be some, like, beautiful scene. Well, I think he <laughs> best, thinks best he's, like, I think he thinks of himself as, like, a bit of a poet and a sensitive, like, artist because you see like I don't know I just like looked at his Instagram once and he's always in like um like he looks like he's going to a country retreat with his glasses on and he's like got those tiny little glasses and he's looking off into the distance as if it's like I don't understand it's all too sincere and earnest for me yeah he'd do well over here just kidding he wouldn't um that was so mean. He tells her he's falling <laughs> in love with her. Um, she says that part of her heart belongs to Carlin and half belongs to Tim. And now she's crying again. Um, then Tim's date 
I've just got this quote. I barely remember this. It says, fuck being a cow, eh? I got that <laughs> written down too. <laughs> <laughs> they drove past some cows, I think. Um, and then this cues Angie ev- says, what? Oh, I was going to say, this cues so much cow talk from Tim. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tim, throughout this episode, starts a rampage on cows and it's uh, so funny. <laughs> He's just a beautiful man. Um, Angie says he's so beautiful to look at. You know, he's sitting there talking about cows. Oh, they're in a hot air balloon at sunrise. Um, it's, and it's supposed to be romantic, but yes, he just keeps talking about cows. And then he says, every day is a new day. How good is that? Um, it's nice. And you Angie can tell just laughs at him. He's genuine about Rightly it. so. Yeah. Um, I like that she laughs at him when he tries to be... Um, you know, philosophical because you yeah, otherwise because it would be her just like taking the piss. Do you know what I mean? It would be her not being sincerely herself around him because what he's yeah. saying is fucking dumb. Well, I mean, another time he he started talking about if if he became disabled, what he'd want his partner to be like. <laughs> so sometimes he does some ones that are all right, like every day's a new day. But other times he really goes <laughs> off the track. And I think you do just kind of want to laugh and hope that he continues the conversation and see where he takes it. <laughs> yeah. um, I like he tries in this to... scene he um he starts and he started calling her like really cute and stuff when um they were doing painting together but in this scene he can't stop smiling and telling her she's cute and like kissing her on the top of the head which I think is like a different I think that's like very sweet because I think it's like one of those things where it's not like a I'm attracted to you it's like oh I genuinely really like you and think you're like, you can tell he's giddy being around her. Yeah, it's so cute. And it's very earnest and sweet and, like, it does make you think of, like, the start of a relationship where you're not quite sure yeah. and he seems very, like, he's, you can see it's very genuine coming across. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. It's, a, it's adorable. Yeah, and he keeps trying to say something serious but then the balloon keeps interrupting him because, obviously, he has <laughs> fire into the balloon <laughs> every time he tries to talk. It's just like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, and they get in a little private pool and the sexual chemistry I've written here is palpable. They want to fuck. And yep. I think they should. Um, yes, they should. And he tells her he will love her and fill her up with love. That's a nice word for it. Um, yep. <laughs> and he's just he's being very open and sincere. And it's fucking beautiful. Um, yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. Um, he, he like, then, tells her he's going to, like, love her and fill her life with joy and happiness, which is a very sweet thing to to say. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. And you That's can tell lovely. he means it. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. anyway. I feel like Carlin family. would want to, like, fuck in a room where there's a mirror so he could look at himself. Is that a weird – is that mean? <laughs> I feel like he would, though. Um, I don't, yeah, he might, but I don't think of that as mean. I think that's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine to say that. Okay. Well, that's the vibe I get. So. <laughs> uh, that's called good self-esteem and I respect it. Um, now. Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've been over there too long. <laughs> 
everyone should always be fucking next to a mirror. Support yourself. Be happy for yourself, you know? Never look at your partner. Only look at your rippling arms. Yeah. I relate because of my rippling arms. Yes, Um, your arms are the most rippling arms I've ever seen. See that? Oh, yeah. The definition. Can you take a screenshot? Uh, Okay, wait. Let me put my mic down. Okay. I think I got it. I got it. (laughs) Okay, I got the rippling. I got your rippling arms. Um, good. So you should. Um, so rippling arms could be a good contender for the title. We'll see. Yep. Um, now we get to the finale where she has to break one of their hearts. Oh, you'll never fucking guess who it is. This made me so angry when, when Tim got out first, I thought they were doing the thing they did in, um, Matt season where they did the like double switcheroo. Well, you know what? I think they've absolutely ruined it because it was a really good moment where you know, you see the foot come out of the car and like the penny drops and you know and it's just like this big moment. And now I'm like to do one twist once, they fucked it. And now you never like there's never that penny drop moment. Yeah. You know? So I'm not happy. I'm not happy with Channel 10 about this. But yeah, we see it sort of switch back into between back and forth between them and then Tim is Tim sees her first um and um yeah he goes in for a kiss and she sort of moves so to kiss him on the cheek and then it's like oh you're fucking doomed right yeah um and then she says the words I do like she says all these nice things and she says I do feel like your soulmate I do then then, what the fuck you can't tell somebody they you can't tell somebody they're your soulmate and then say by the way, I probably never want to see you again. What the fuck is... It made me so mad. I do feel like your soulmate, but then I'm just going to go with this other guy. What are you... I feel <laughs> like if Angie says she's never been in love, maybe that's it. Maybe she's terrified of, like, opening herself up too much. Yeah. You know? Because obviously, like, the boys are allowed to sort of, like... They're allowed to sort of just be, like... I mean... In any show, the contestants are allowed to open themselves up to falling in love and being as open and vulnerable. Like, they want them to do that. But the, like, the bachelor or the bachelorette has to sort of stay a bit closed off um, Mm. because they're not allowed to, like, let everybody know who they're picking or whatever. But I feel – so I feel like Angie maybe was scared because she knew maybe she'd fall in love with Tim. Um, and maybe she didn't actually want to, maybe she was a bit scared to go down that route. And honestly, I mean, the thing is, she's right as well. Tim is the, like, if he's got those party boy ways and stuff and sometimes he finds it hard to be in social situations, he is a bit more of a gamble than Carlin who would just slide into the background of anywhere. Um, I but disagree. I think. Sorry. I think. I, no, I'm going to disagree with you. Let me finish. I think Kieran is the best choice and we need to bring him back. Oh, absolutely Kieran is the best choice. I think it's a, it's going to be a perfect time in two to three months, whatever the contract says, when Angie and Carlin break up, Kieran can swoop in. Yep. And then they can be together and then they can be beautiful together. But I just... No, I don't think Carlin is a good bet. They've had all this... They've, he's ma- 
married. First of all, he's married. Secondly, oh, so oh, so now you're oh, <laughs> now you're angry that he's still married. I see how it is. No, no, no. Listen to me. Okay, you let me finish now. Honey. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about who is a risk, who is a gamble. Someone who has been in a um, – someone who's still married, that's like unstable territory. He still has to get a divorce, right? He's still like literally legally linked to another person, okay? And then also he lied to her about acting, Lying by omission, still lying. Tim yeah, I mean, there's nothing but honest the entire time to the point where she goes to Tim when she wants honesty, when because she trusts him. He's not a fucking. It's not a gamble to choose someone who you think is your fucking soulmate. I'm so mad about this. I can't yeah, believe. No. Like, surely it's a gamble to choose the boring, handsome guy who you know you're gonna get sick of. No, I don't think it's actually a gamble. I'm saying on paper she thinks he's a gamble and Kieran is ob- yeah. obviously the best option. But Tim obviously loves her. Well, I think he maybe not loves her, but he, he seems like he's like very much falling in love I with her he and it seems him. very genuine. Um, yeah. And I think that this is horrible. But I'm annoyed now that you have suddenly got on the uh, – bandwagon about how Carlin being married still is a red flag. Okay, <laughs> no, defender of Carlin for years about his... An, it's more of a risk and an unstable environment that someone is still legally linked to another person. Yeah, I mean, also, I want to know, like, what, how long were they together before they were married? Because either mm. either they were not suited for each other and didn't spend enough time getting to know each other... Um. And then got married and then... Because they're only married for like a year and a bit. So then yeah, so potentially... Yeah, together for ages and then they get married and then they get divorced real quick. Yeah, but I feel like that also happens usually when they get the marriage because they're sort of stuck in a rut and think that the marriage will suddenly change their relationship. Mm. Or I think sometimes when... it gets to a point and you're like, well, we get it, better get married now because otherwise what are we doing? And it's like if we can't commit now... We live in the future. Who cares? Well, exactly. That's my opinion. But then I see people get engaged and then break up after like 10 years together. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is – and Tim is so – Are Sorry. you right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to blow <laughs> so my nose. So beautiful in this moment. He's like all smiles. <laughs> um, and he like – um, and he's like, you know, just like what, what what we had was beautiful, so you should be happy. And he's just comforting um, her, and then he still gives her. He had like a ring. The, both the guys get a ring, so he's like, please just let me give you this. Um, and so he still gives her this little ring just to remember our time together. And she's just she can barely hold it together. He's just being so nice. And then he goes, oi, just call me if you break up. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Angie says, why aren't you upset? And he says, I'm gutted. I just don't want to see you cry. He puts on such a brave face throughout the entire thing. And then after he yeah. walks away, he just fucking breaks. And it's so sad. Um, and then he yeah, says, and I'm sad. with him on this, I don't even understand it. Soulmate. But I was like, you're so right, man. And then he says, I could see it in her eyes straight away. Um, right now, this feeling is why I didn't want to go all in. I'm never talking about my feelings ever again. Mm. Oh, no, little Tim. Timmy. He's heartbroken. He'll be it okay. It makes me sad. It makes me sad because I'm just like, ugh. 
Carlin is so boring. I don't mm-hmm. like the thing is like, you know what's weird is I know heaps of people who are extremely attractive, but I've never ever been attracted to them because they have such boring personalities. And I feel like Carlin yes. is one of those people who like people like would look at a photo of him and be like, yeah. But then as soon as you talk to him in real life, it would immediately quell any attraction you ever felt. <laughs> so I don't understand. Sure, for some people that is true. I'm still, there's, I'm sure there's also a lot of other people who would still be like, he's freaking hot. Yeah, um, maybe. But we love a, We love a good personality, you and I. We see, we do. We see Carlin um, having a chat to camera in which he says, Angie is marriage material, which I think is, you, de- you definitely can't, I don't <laughs> think you can say that when you're still currently <laughs> married. I think it's it's best to just be like, let's not mention the fact that I've still currently got a wife and I'm talking about how this lady could potentially be my next <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, look, I have to agree. Uh, I like that he pulls out a ring to show his commitment and then Angie says, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Um, because she is like, please, for the love of God, do not propose. Um, and he doesn't, which is good. Um, but my God, I am so disappointed. So disappointed. I really thought, I really thought an interesting man was going to win. I I th- yeah I thought time. with I thought with Angie, you know, and she seemed to have such a nice time with Kieran, like a great time with Kieran, and then with Tim, and I thought we might see something different as opposed to just a male model winning. Well, I mean, you know? they could all be male models. Let's be honest. Um, they could be. <laughs> Tim could be a male model as well. Yeah, I have all I of Kieran them actually already is. But the only I, one who um, couldn't is Waza. Waza couldn't be a male model. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the uh he doesn't have the um what am I lo- what's the word I'm looking for? Um the he's temperament? Sook. He's a fucking sook. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have the um, you know, the 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 steady foundation for it. Yeah, he's a big sooky lala. <laughs> he is a big sooky lala. Um do you think Kieran could have won? Um, I, I like to, I like to think so because I think he had, I think he has the thing that I think it's like, he's really funny. So, um, Angie can laugh with him in the same way that she laughs and has a great time with Tim. But I also think Mm -hmm. that he's emotionally available and can talk about his feelings, which I think is what she felt like she was missing from, pardon? Tim talked about his feelings so much. Yeah, but I don't. Carlin. Yeah, but I don't think Angie picked up on that. I think because he wasn't saying things in like a way that she would articulate them, that she was thinking that those were feelings. I don't think she was like listening properly to him or understanding that some people explain their feelings in different ways. Yeah, I think one thing that Kieran had that uh, Tim didn't is like maturity. Yeah. Like, he just seems, like, in situations where Tim would be stirring the pot, Kieran would be telling people to just be kind to each other. Yeah. Um, 
the only person to mention like respecting other contestants in the house and ha- me agree with them because <laughs> every yeah. other time I've been like <laughs> no you're not there to make friends you're there for the show and then Kieran's like these are my friends and I was like oh you're right you <laughs> sweet boy <laughs> um so I I think it would have been Tim instead of Kieran but I still think Carlin would have won because I think Angie went in with an idea of what she was going to come out with which is the archetypal bachelor And I think that she just went with that because that's the logical thing and she wanted to have a safe bet and that was what she was... Because Tim looks like a wild card compared to what she would have imagined. And she's like, this is not what I came here for. Yeah, I don't know. I would have... I think Kieran would have been the same. I think Kieran... I think Kieran... I think Kieran would have won. I'm going to say because I do think he's got all the things that... I think he's got the things that she thinks Tim is missing. Yeah. Oh, God. Kieran! And I think Kieran Kieran would never have lied to her. And Carlin, I cannot believe Carlin the liar won. Especially, like, his brother was... Like, when his brother was talking (laughs) about Carlin, it was so weird. It was like he was almost embarrassed to... And was almost (laughs) like, yeah, of course Carlin's been into acting. Have you seen Carlin? That it was so that man funny. wants to be I famous. <laughs> I just love the way that Angie phrased it. Was someone told me he's here for acting? Is that like the craziest thing you've ever heard? And he's just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. She like set him up so much to be like, yeah, that's crap. And he was just like, nah, that's yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah, <laughs> he like said he was like, yeah, I think he went into the show to further his acting career, and then. I guess you were there and now he likes you, but yeah, I think he mostly went there for his career and stuff. <laughs> oh no. Um so that is another freaking that's another um see we did it. We did it, Danielle. We made it. We How did you it. Feel? Um angry. I feel angry. Oh. There's just not been, there's been no couple out of any of the seasons that we've watched that I've cared about. Mm. And this was the first season I thought I could care about a couple, you know? Yeah, it could have been really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, because there was no, no honey badger couple I cared about. Um, No. I didn't care about Ali or Tate. I couldn't, there's, there's nothing going on there. Um, Yeah. Then I didn't care about Matt because I thought he was boring. And then yeah. now Angie, I thought I thought maybe we could have something fun. But Alas. she disappointed us all. I reckon I Evie's disappointed is... too. You what? I reckon Evie's disappointed too. I reckon Evie was watching oh, it. Oh, I would be. Like, I'd be like, fucking hell. Do we have to have dinner parties with this guy now? He's going to oh. sit there and smile. It's going to be He's boring. 2% funny. Yuck. <laughs> um, yeah. It's – what can we do? All the interesting people will be back on Bachelor in Paradise, though. So we have that to look forward to. Yeah. I hate that they always send over heaps of people so that it throws you off the scent into who's going in and who's not going in. Because they, like, mm. sent Carlin over there or whatever. Oh, did they? That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it's fun because I think, I think they said... Trip to Fiji. I think Kieran's over there as well, which is fun because if we get to see more Kieran, 
I'm happy. And also, if him and Angie do get together, well, he was allowed this Bachelor in Paradise time because it was her and Carlin's two-month or three-month obligation to stay together during this time. Mm, so he could be on Bachelor in Paradise and then end up with Angie. Yes. Yeah. He could. No, I agree. Um, well, I hope that is what happens. There's no way that Kieran's not on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, I really what hope happened? Kieran's on Bachelor in Paradise and Alicia is too and then they can get together. <gasps> Do you reckon Alicia will go back? She's pretty good. She's pretty good yeah. on TV. Abby, surely Abby will be there. Yeah, Abby will be there. Absolutely. I think that... I, I think that so. Searing, I think Alicia needs to go back because um, she got fucked over last time by Jules. <laughs> She got ripped off hard. <laughs> she got ripped off so I, hard. I think I I think it would be a great move for Abby as well to go on Bachelor in Paradise. Although there is the risk, there is also the reward of people actually like, and not seeing her in the highly competitive context of The Bachelor, they would be like way kinder with the editing because there would be more men there, so there would be more villains because the men are always the villains in real life. Yeah. So Abby well, I mean, could be herself and everyone will be able to see that she's just actually funny and cool. Yeah, she's going to make heaps of jokes. People are going to love it. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a fun time. It's when does that Alicia, air? And that's what happened with um, fucking Kira. When does that air? Is anyway. this before maths? Huh? When does this air? Is this before maths or after maths? I can't remember. Please don't talk about maths. Do you know I read it? Sorry, I you said don't talk about maths, so I'm going to mention something quickly, which is that I read an article that said that this year's maths is so bad that they had to stop filming because everybody had to take a break from how fucked oh it God. got. But that's an article, so it could be completely made up lies. You know oh, how things I mean, are. It was but pretty bad last time. That is true. We came out of it with PTSD. <laughs> Do we dare venture in again, Dania? I think we have to. You said that's the <laughs> one that everybody was obsessed with listening to as well. We did have a listening jump then. Um, oh, it's so bad. I think if we prepare ourselves. I think it's, you know, I think it's fine if we go into it knowing that these TV producers do not care about, um, like, because obviously The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, they do bad things to the contestants. You know, they edit them mm. in unfavorable ways and the duty of care is maybe not so great for people. Mm-hmm. But maths is a whole different level. It's like they they specifically cast people who they know are going to cause, like, actual hurt on other people. Psychological yes. damage. Yeah, they do it on purpose as well. It's so yeah. bad. <laughs> Um, the, I'm just trying to think, uh, it aired, it goes to 28th of January to, I might, I was like, maybe I'll be shooting then I'll, and I'll be too busy, but no, I think, (laughs) I think it'll, (laughs) well, we'll see. We'll see how we go. All right. You'll want us to be fucking punished. I think Cam and Jules just got married for the real time. Did they? Yeah. I read an article about them and I'm a bit annoyed apparently. But I also, like I said, every article's a lie. You never know. But it said that they got yeah. mad because they weren't going to get breakfast for free somewhere. And that made me sad. Because that didn't sound <laughs> well, Maybe they thing, paid for breakfast. Pardon? Maybe they were promised breakfast. 
that's true, but I don't know. Sometimes Instagram people want stuff. For Dude, free. they literally just got married. Like, really? Y- like yesterday. Ah, oh. congratulations, oh, Cam congratulations. and Jules. Yeah, I think Mel was going to be one of the bridesmaids, but then didn't end up being one of the bridesmaids. I see a picture Ooh. of Heidi. I see Cyrell. Is Cyrell pregnant? Or oh, Is she's she? with. I think she's with an NRL foot player, footballer or something. So she could be. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna make note of the time in case I'm wrong because that's a really cunty thing to say. But I think I think she might be. She's got a tiny frame. Um. Uh. Anyway, well, congratulations to them. Um. So. Yeah, no, sorry, she is, sorry, before I go, it, apparently she is pregnant um, yeah. with, sorry, it's not, she's with pregnant with a Love Island person. Who but is, they've Cyrell? Spl- they've spl- yeah, e- Eden oh, Daly, Eden Daly, um, okay. uh, but they've broken up now, The her and the dad. Um, brutal. Oh, oh, no. Sorry, what? I don't know what has happened, but this was um this was a post Cyrell did on Instagram, so I'm not sure what's happened, but it said uh, you would think people would be happy to hear about my breakup. Are you all not happy? Was this not what you all rooted and prayed for? Or maybe your prayers of me having a miscarriage is what you're hoping for next. We live in a sad, bad world where we oh. wish and pray for misery on others to feel better about ourselves. I hope this shows a reflection of the weak, sad individual you are. I may not have a partner, but my son is all I need. That makes me sad. Can everybody oh stop God, being mean so to Cyrell? awful. Jesus yeah. Christ, you pieces of shit. Oh, my fucking God. Are- oh, no, we just think we, we talk about maths for five fucking minutes and I'm furious. <laughs> yeah, can everybody stop bullying uh. everybody, all right? Everybody leave mm. people alone. Just because they're online doesn't mean that they're not real people. All right, we're fucking, at least we're done with The Bachelorette. Congratulations, Danielle. We've done it. Um, I've got some reviews here. Okay, good. Um, uh, got some, got a few here. <laughs> Uh, okay, I need more episodes. Five stars from NWG, NDWG1. I've binged all the episodes in the past two weeks. Holy shit. Hey, if you binge all the episodes, can you let us know if we've said anything problematic? Um, because I'm we terrified of getting cancelled. We absolutely have. Um, and I just want if, is there's anything bad that you think if one of us, you know, if Danielle or I t- like blow up and then someone will find that. And, you know, just let us know. And there's no hard feelings. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to listen back to all of them. I'm so scared. Of oh, this. my God. No, Every you're not. Don't worry. About I live in fear. Um, I've, uh, I've, and I'm already dreading the off season between Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Can't wait to see what they cover next. I'm sure we'll think of something. Um, Chop Chop <laughs> Matt says, I am a review of this podcast. I am writing this to save the podcast. I don't watch The Bachelor, but this podcast makes it seem pretty all right. P.S. I hope this review can take the place of the $15 to be shouted on Gamey Gamey Game. Oh, yes. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm on Gamey Gamey Game. Um, well, not at the moment because I'm not in the country. Um, Danielle, you did it. Um, yes. Recently, but uh, it's $20. If you do the $20 Patreon for Gamey Gamey Game, then they'll read your name out on the show. But um, when I'm on the show, I offer a $15 service where you can just send me $15 <laughs> and I'll read out your name. Um 
ACN3012 says, save your sanity. Don't actually watch The Bachelor. Just listen to this pod instead. Much more entertaining, better for your mental health, and you can still discuss the details around the water cooler. That's <laughs> Yes. <funny. laughs> yes, it is cool. Um, <laughs> this next one, Aaron64 says, big fan occasionally, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, straight white cis non-batch viewer male, first time reviewer here. Hmm. Fucking okay. warning, everyone. Um, All right. Only Nobody else felt the need to state what they were. Pardon? What? Well, he's just saying that you that he said he's mentioned that so to promote that we have a wide demographic. So oh, we're okay. not just for, you know, women and... Um, the gays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our huge gay listenership. <laughs> I'm the Carly J. Repson of... Um, Carly Rae Jepsen of podcasting. <laughs> I don't even know my fucking name. Um, I only listen to this pod like once a month if I happen to have run out of my usual casts. What? <laughs> okay. It's a great laugh when I do. <laughs> I think I'm in love with the host who's in LA at the moment. Oh, hello, straight white cis male. Well, fuck that's you. That's just based on her... But it, that's entirely based on her voice and personality on the pod, which is actually pretty uncharacteristically sweet of me now that I think about it. See ya. What the fuck? Well, fuck you, sir. Just because I was coughing and spluttering in the last episode <laughs> does not mean you could not want to bone my voice. <laughs> <laughs> also... She has a name. It's Naomi. Yeah, ha- yeah. Hello, my name's Naomi, and uh, well, thank you. I, I'm I'm fine to be referred to as the one in LA because I'm an <laughs> LA girl. Um. Okay. One more review here. A bit of a disjointed review by Mikey Clark says Naomi is a bit of a hot mess, and I love her for it. Can we get an episode where she just tells her partying stories? I don't know how many parties you think I go to, Mikey. <laughs> Well, we had the one it's where not that many. I think they don't realize that the whether when you're talking about getting drunk that you're actually getting drunk just at your own house because <laughs> like we had the story about how you uh, somebody vomited in your bedroom and then they just put a towel over it. I vomited, yeah. Oh yes, right, and then there, there was, was just a towel one. over yeah, it. It was my own vomit, which is slightly less disgusting than it being someone else's. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah, that was that is trash. That is disgusting. All right. I'll give you that. Um, Danielle is fine. She was too polite and respectful when she was on Gamey Gamey Game the other week, though. Well, I had no idea um, what to do. It's your first time on. Yeah. She, and she barely even bullied Evan. It was and so that, hot in the room. To be honest, I'm room. disappointed in you. <laughs> Evan was insane you that well day. We, he could not mm. stop talking about... Um, whatever the game was, and there was no interrupting Who? him. What? Who? Evan. Who was talking? Oh, no, that's you just yell, man. That's what I do. Okay, well then, good, because that was... Next time I, you go on there, if you're bored, just scream, I'm bored. Good, because I... And that's usually what I do. Okay, good, because I, I didn't know what was happening, because I don't know anything about <laughs> video games. You zone out in this podcast when we're talking about something you you're obligated to watch. So yeah, I they gave us some gin how- too. So I was just drinking my gin and being like, <laughs> "It is fucking hot, man." Uh, <laughs> um, but speaking no, of gamey, gamey, game, Evan and Naomi's partying stories. He posted a clip from the Stardew Valley episode the other day. How stoned was Naomi when that episode was filmed? Excuse me, 
No, I have gotten stoned in LA twice because it's <laughs> you're an LA here. girl now. I've never been stoned. For, I've barely ever smoked weed in my life. I've never been stoned for an episode of Gamey Gamey Game, despite one time Ben making a, it a running gag that I was. No, I'm a normal person. Okay, anyway, I have a love-hate relationship with the pod. Hate The Bachelor, love listening to Danielle and Naomi. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Mikey. Thank you. I'm still reeling from Aaron's review. What a neg. What a neg. (laughs) Occasional listener when there's nothing else to listen to. (laughs) And also I have a crush on one of them, but it's just because of her personality. (laughs) (laughs) He's heard me complaining about my awful skin on this podcast. And he's like, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try to find out what she looks like. Yuck. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm thrilled. We've done a whole st- another season. What do we do next time? Who, Who knows? knows? We'll find something. We'll figure something out. Um, Danielle, do you want to read out the song description? Yes. Okay. So we got a song. The song for this week is called Fuzzball Parade, and the description mm-hmm. is. Dear music directors and music supervisors, you're welcome. How was this track never produced by anyone before? It is here now and available to license at a very reasonable fee. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kevin McLeod from Incompetech, always providing us with beautiful music for yes. free. For um, free. All right. That's the end. We've been talking for too long, but I think yep. it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. But that's just the words of one hot fucking mess. <coughs> and one lady who's honestly uh, quite a lot better this week, but still quite snotty, which is unfortunate, but I'm coming to the end of this cold. So soon my voice will be I beautiful again. I can't remember a time when you weren't snotty. Yeah, well, I get hay fever pretty bad all the time, but mm. um, the cold will be gone. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, good. Um, that brings us to the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're on all of them. Why did we start a Facebook page? I don't know. I regret that one for sure. Um, but, you know, yeah, we Instagram, don't need the Twitter Facebook all right. at all. We no. could just delete the Maybe Facebook we page. Should, should we just delete it? Let's just delete the Facebook page. Nobody ever uses it. I hate posting oh, on it. Sometimes people message us. That's yeah. true. But, like, well, Instagram's the main one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let us know. What should we do? Um, But uh, otherwise, we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Batch bitch. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch bitch. Batch, 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 a batch bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. A batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. A batch, bitch. Ooh, batch, batch, bitch. It's a terrible song. A la 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 la. A la 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 la. Next time I'm going to pick the song. Ooh, batchy bitch. Honestly, this is a bad. There's nothing happening in this song. Ooh, ooh, batchy bitch. I don't even think Danielle's having fun. Ooh, ooh, betchy bitch. Betchy, betchy, betchy bitch. Same shit. Now I think the next thing's maths. Oh, fucking maths. Betch, betch, bitch. Thanks for listening to the season. Betch, bitch. Betch, 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 bitch. Betch, betch, bitch. It's a good one. 
Um, I'll talk to you later, I guess. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.